Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet the three hosts of the Lady Gang podcast, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. In the gang's audiobook, Act Like a Lady, they each share blissfully BS-free anecdotes from their lives so that you don't feel so alone when you think about whatever it was you did that one time. Listen in to hear the gang's behind-the-mic realizations that only recording their audiobook revealed. Plus, get their most recent listening recommendations. Enjoy. Hello, 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 and we are the Lady Gang. I'm Becca Tobin. I'm Jack Manick. And I'm Kelty Knight. And we're so excited to talk about our book, Act Like a Lady. All right, girls. Squirrel friends, if you had to describe what it was like to record your audiobook in one word, what would that word be? Stressful. You have to do it in complete sentence. <laughs> oh, if I had to say in one word what the recording of the audiobook was like, I would say stressful. If I had to describe one word, it would be unconventional because I recorded it in my parents' house under a fort that I made with old blankets and old lamps. And I felt like I was 10 years old. That wasn't one word. Are we not explaining ourselves? <laughs> Thank you for that. And I'm sure the editor of this will. Oh, sorry. Just I just so you guys know, like that is the it. most Jack thing of all time. In like, one word. You in one word. And she's like, then I was on the beach. Oh, I didn't <laughs> and- think about it. <laughs> If I had to describe uh, recording the audiobook in one word, I would say scary. Mm. It was just scary to have to read all the things that I wrote and not skim it and really read each word. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Tell us about your book. What planted the seed for this book? Becca, why don't you go, what planted the seed? What planted the seed really is that Kelty has on her manifest list since 2002 that she wants to be a New York Times bestseller. So that's really the engine that's driving this force. Okay, good job. Jack, (laughs) I wrote my book because... We wrote Act Like a Lady because the mission statement behind Lady Gang in general and the book itself is to make other women feel less alone. We shared a lot of embarrassing stories about ourselves and we're very raw and honest in hopes that everybody out there reading the book will feel a little bit more normal about their lives. And we were inspired by some books of the past that we've read. I think one that we kept talking about was the first Chelsea Handler book, My Horizontal Life. I remember reading that book. It was a collection of essays and she was so honest about her sexuality and, you know, her life and it being messy. And I remember that being the first book that I felt like, oh, wow, you know, like this person's like me in that way because everything, you know, sometimes you feel that pressure to be so perfect and pulled together. So we looked at it like that. There was some, you know, advice we loved that we thought were really cool that we wanted to sort of model the book after. But I don't know that there is a book like ours out on the market. Is that an okay answer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Becca, was narrating your audio book harder or easier than you expected? Did anything uh, surprise you about the experience? Recording the audio book really met my expectations. I knew that it would be tedious. 
but I also knew that it would be kind of fun and emotional going through all those memories and saying them out loud. But it's nice that we had the three of us to divide the book amongst us because I know that if it was just my job to read almost 300 pages, it would have been really miserable. So shout out to the authors that do it themselves. (laughs) Jack, narrating your audiobook easier or tougher than expected? Narrating the audiobook was as expected for me as well. Like it is a long drawn out process reading an entire book. I also expected that I would fumble over my words all throughout the entire book, which I did, but I also somehow got through it. So it was a success in itself. There were some parts of the book that were a lot more vulnerable than others. So the book was fun to read in parts and kind of challenging to read in others, but yeah, as expected. And narrating the audiobook for me, Kelty, was interesting because there were parts of the book that when I read them written, they were my favorites for sure. And then what I found when I was reading my chapters or my essays is that there were other parts of the book that I kind of thought, oh, this is like good, but it's not maybe my favorite essay that when I read them out loud, it was my favorite. It just read so well. So I think it's going to be a cool experience for readers to read the book and then maybe listen to it in the car. I think you'll get two different experiences. Was there a word or phrase you realized you didn't know how to pronounce? Well, since none of us have a very expansive vocabulary, the words read aloud were not that tricky, but there were some things that I stumbled over, like exacerbate. Exacerbate's a hard one. Yeah, I realized that I struggle just... I don't know if I've ever used the word in life, but I know that I've read it. So Mm -hmm. saying it, it was like, it was a very virgin experience having that word come out of my mouth. It was exacerbating. (laughs) It was so exacerbating. That's not how you pronounce it. (laughs) There's no T. Exacerbate. You know, I use it. I said. No, Kelty said it wrong. Oh, okay, good. Obviously. Yeah, I said exacerbate. (laughs) No, I use it all the time in... Well, not all the time, but I'll use it sometimes in my speech. And every time I say it, I mess it up. But I still will try because it's a really great word, but it it always happens. I had a hard time mispronouncing a lot of words just in general because I'd get anxious and nervous when I'd read through the book. But I got stuck on the phrase, Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. I probably had to say it, I don't know, 20 times. Because once I fumble a word, then I get really nervous when I'm going to go back and try to say it again, that I get like pre-anxious and mess Mm -hmm. it up again. So it probably took me a good two minutes to get through a single sentence. And something you're so familiar with. Taco Taco Bell Bell Crunchwrap Crunchwrap Supreme. That's It's a tongue twister. Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. Say it five times fast. For me, it was a lot of um, (laughs) words. Yeah, all the words. Like as a professional talker in my real life, I was like, oh, this is going to be like not a big deal. And for me, it wasn't exactly the words, but it was three things. A, I have lazy speech. So I'm kind of like, and I like really skip over like a lot of T's and S's in in English in general. Two is trying not to have like my television host voice. Mm. So I was trying to really read and just read it like a normal person and not like, then I went to the store. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I was just trying really in my head to do that. And then there were a bunch of things that messed me up. A lot of times there were Canadian versus American ways of saying things. So I'd be like, oh, sorry. And then she'd be like, huh? Like, what are you trying to say? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to say sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. 
What about your narration are you the proudest of? Anything specific you're excited for listeners to hear? I'm excited about one of my essays kind of about like a childhood boyfriend because I wrote the essay really tongue in cheek, but the tone of that, I don't know if it's going to translate just on the page. So then I was able to give like a really cheeky read for the essay for the audiobook. Jacqueline? It's such a good essay. I'm excited about my first essay in the book about dating a really interesting man in LA. But before I get into the story, I go through pretty much every guy that I've dated in Hollywood and I give them little nicknames that go with each letter of the alphabet, which is a little project that we made up as the lady gang a year or so ago. So you really get to see the ABCs of really terrible men in Los Angeles. And that was very fun to read. Can you give us an example of one? Yeah. Um, there was, couldn't get a credit card, Carl, who was $50,000 in debt. Mm. There was Mattress Mike that slept with his mattress on the ground without any sort of a bed frame. There was Hatfish Harry that was only hot with his hat on. The Mm. list goes on Mm. and on. Those are good. There are guys that are just hot with their hats on. They are. Um, the essay I'm most excited about and terrified about, I wrote an essay about my old boss that I thought was like just so vague. <laughs> like, oh, this is vague. Like, it's really vague. It's just a story for all women. And then as I was narrating it, I realized like it's so specific to a time. Everyone is going to know exactly who I was talking about. And I'm like basically calling this person out for being a total like jerk to me. So cool. <laughs> bravo. Bravo for you. He deserved it. He didn't know when he was being a dick that it would be forever remembered in that's right. the Lady Gang book. And it's one of those things where I'm still terrified of this person. So like on my birthday, I'll still get the Facebook message that's like, happy birthday. Love you so much. And I'm like, oh my God, like this person has no idea. I think Oof. that they like traumatized my life. So it's going to be well soon. Well, send a book in the mail. Woof. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who is your dream narrator, living or dead, if you hadn't done it yourself? If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Larry David in the role of Becca Tobin. Oh, good, good. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Keith Morrison to be Jack Vanek. Yes. So pretty good so far. Larry David and Keith Morrison. Yes. (laughs) Okay, wait, should I be someone you? cool? You want Oprah. We know you want Oprah. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Michelle Obama <laughs> to be play the part of Kelty Knight because I think she could bring an eloquent, eloquence and grace <laughs> eloquent. to the role that is not in the written page. Eloquent. So eloquent. <laughs> eloquent. She would really make me classy. Exacerbate that eloquence. <laughs> she would just, I love how you had to mess up the one word that like describes grace. <laughs> it's very on brand. If you listen to audiobooks, what is the last great one you listen to? I just finished Jessica Simpson's audiobook, Open Book. And I had heard everyone talking about this book. I'm kind of late in the game. And so I knew my expectations were really high. So I was kind of prepared to be a little let down, just like how people do that with TV shows. But this exceeded every expectation. And I think it's also because I listened to her audiobook. She 
is so moving and so inspiring and so raw and real and honest that it actually made me sad that we had already recorded our audiobook because it would have been such a nice like <laughs> inspiration going into ours but i was so incredibly impressed i got to listen to that one um, oh my god it she lets all the juices out let's loose she has um, a cry right she has a lot of cries. She has a lot of moments Aww. where you can tell she's trying to hold back crying. It's incredible. Do you feel like we should have cried more? I am thrilled that you didn't actually cry because I was like worried about your placement of the cry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I actually thought about it before you recorded yours. I was like, should I go through and tell Kelty the absolute where it's okay appropriate to places to because cry? You and probably, did you guys cry? I had a cry. But mine was an appropriate cry, and it was a holding back cry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, like, maybe you'd have a cry during your next surgery chapter. (laughs) No, I didn't have a cry at all. It's probably better that way. It's for the best. (laughs) Jack, go ahead. I'm currently listening to Helter Skelter, which I'm surprised I've never read because I'm a gigantic true crime fan. And the reason why I'm reading it is because I had downloaded a different audiobook called Chaos that basically devalues everything in Helter Skelter. So I now have 50 hours of audiobook to read in the next coming months that I'm very excited about. Oh, that's so great. One of my favorite pastimes for audiobooks is when I'm getting my makeup done at work, me and my makeup artist Rebecca listen to Harry Potter because the guy that reads it is like magical. He has like a crazy Dumbledore voice and it makes it so good. And it's like kind of like when you turn on the TV and you could just watch that same movie over and over again. It's like way nicer to listen to than music. Oh my gosh. I need to do that. Yeah. Maybe After that's who should have been your audiobook actor. Right? He's like, and then the tampon was stuck in her <laughs> vaginal cavity. Yep. Well, that's our Time cue. To go. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. Hope you really enjoy the audiobook. Act like a lady from Becca, Kelty, and Jack. Yay. And now listen to a clip from the audiobook. After months of wallowing in a terrible heartbreak that completely destroyed my confidence, I joined an online dating site. After all, it was impossible to get over my lost love without finding a new love. I was at a point in my life where I was constantly around the same group of people. I was traveling on tour and surrounded by mostly women. I had done enough therapy to have a clear vision of the kind of guy I wanted to meet, and guys with real jobs was not a group I found myself in very often. So I set to work on setting up my dating profile. I clicked away, checking the boxes of all the qualities my dream man would have. The great thing about hiding behind a computer while doing this was that I could be completely honest. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.